here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Rob McCarron. You know, we uh, we had some feedback from our last show. Okay. Episode 94. More than one person told me or spoke to others and said that I was a little rude to you. Cutting you off, not letting you get picks in, forgetting your your existence, really. Jeff Hawkins. I'm being trolled. Hold right on, Jeff, Jeff, wait. <laughs> wait, I have breaking news coming into the news desk here. You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. Daniel, have you ever seen a ghost? Uh. How's it going, everybody? Rob McCarron, Jeff Hawkins here. Shake Them Ropes, December 8th, 2017. Voicesofwrestling.com slash shakethemropes.com. Jeff, we have a lot to talk about today. Yeah, uh, I got a bit of a Rob McCarron year in review right now. What? A year in review? Well, not the entire year, but oh, okay. uh, at least the recent part of the year. Uh, Shake Them Ropes Theater oh. presents what? Rob McCarran in review. No, me in review. What? Quote, broken Matt Hardy will not appear in any form on WWE television. Rob McCarran. Quote, broken Matt Hardy was never over. Rob McCarran. No one will know who Broken Matt Hardy is. Rob McCarran. And scene. I've been proven right on all three of those things, by the way. No, you, you are not. no one knows who Broken Matt Hardy is unless you're in L.A., New York, or Chicago. We talked about this last week. Now, people will find out, obviously. Uh, that was the best comedy segment WWE has done in quite some time. You, you know what my favorite part of this is? Anytime, <laughs> anytime you're wrong. Yeah. And and. And, mm-hmm. boist- and boisterously wrong, like you are on this one. The the two or three times in the last three years, yes. Well, no, no, no. It happens about once every six months. Oh, I don't know and, about that. And, and, and then you double down. Mm. And, and then it starts, I get these, I start getting messages just to me. Not necessarily DMs, but it's like, so when's he going to eat the hat? <laughs> okay. All right, fine. You guys want to eat a hat, even though CM Punk has never fought in the UFC, whatever. No, but it's just always one of those. Is Rob really serious about this? Is he really in denial? I'm like, no, it's a, it's a myth he does. He's a know-it-all. People, people haven't gotten the gimmick in the last three years. Come on now, folks. Come on. I think I think they're more new users, or there might be a uh, there, there might be a uh, something lost in translation. If if I agreed with everything Jeff Hawkins said on this show, didn't rile be- some of you up? Well, what's the point? You'd seem like the smartest podcaster on earth if you agreed. What with are we? Everything. Yeah, what are we doing here? Like, uh, I can't just say, Jeff, you know, you're right. Next topic. Jeff, you know, you're right. Next topic. Jeff, you know, you're right. Next topic. God, that'd be such a great podcast. You would love it. <laughs> you would be the podcast biggest fan. You would be. We would start a Patreon and you would give a thousand dollars a month. Because I tell you, because because just behind the scenes here about like three out of every four weeks, we, we stop recording and I go, God, I was terrible on that show. <laughs> Ugh, ugh, broken mad. Broken mad is fun. Uh, I mean, it's a fun thing. I the entire year I have talked about how I wasn't opposed to the gimmick, 
right? If it happens, it happens. I didn't think it would ever happen. And look at all the things that had to occur in WWE to make it happen. Jeff Hardy had to get hurt. He had to have a perfect opponent in Bray Wyatt. He had to not be doing anything and there has to be so much time available. Guess what? We're in the winter. Everything's available right now. A lot of things had to happen. TNA had to give up their little charade that, oh, we invented this thing. There was so much that had to go into it. I just never thought it would happen. Like the CM Punk fight. Was I opposed to him fighting? He can do whatever he wants. I just never thought it would actually happen. Look at everyone who gets hurt. I mean, there are certain guys. Kane Velasquez hasn't fought in three years for the UFC. Not because he, he shouldn't. Not because we didn't want him to. Because things happen. Wasn't opposed to broken Matt Hardy. Although I am correct. It's woken Matt Hardy, so pay me. I said in any form. That includes no, Woken. That is, I, that is absolutely I true. One, hold I on, hold on. I'm the one who was on the show who said, well, it'll probably be Woken Matt Hardy. Yeah, there you go. And here it is. Woken Hardy. And they did it in L.A. And L.A. was super excited about Matt Hardy. The yes, possibilities. There are a lot of possibilities here. So for one, let's we now hope that it's not another Breezango, right? Where it's just something they do for five minutes. You know, here it is. He did a little video segment. You're going to have a Bray Wyatt Matt Hardy match. And will Matt Hardy lose? And this thing goes away. Or will Matt you're Hardy kidding. win? And then and no. the whole universe happens because of this. No, you're going to get the lead up because I think Vince will be talked into it. Well, it's it, kind of like what they did with the New Day uh, Wyatt thing that flopped. I think they're going to do it again. It's very interesting because I, you have, I mean, that segment happened before the main event of the show. Uh, you have the Woken Matt Hardy appearing. It got a pretty good reaction in Los Angeles uh, as more and more fans get you because this is not a troll job here. The majority of WWE fans do not know what Broken Matt Hardy is. That okay? is correct. They don't. And you're going to go to places like Wichita. You're going to go to places like Des Moines who won't react one bit to this until they start seeing it more and more. And that becomes his character on WWE TV. Uh, so they got to give it time. You got to do fun things. You got to have him win. I mean, he's got to win this little feud. I don't even know if it's going to be a feud with Bray Wyatt because your next pay-per-view is Royal Rumble and Broken Matt entering the Royal Rumble in Philly. You know what? I mean, I'm glad we're going to the show because that's going to be crazy fun if he enters the Royal Rumble matches, Broken Matt Hardy in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. I That'll think be there's going to be some, there's gonna be some uh, production to it. And there, <laughs> there are quite some possibilities here, too, when Jeff Hardy is ready to come back and he comes back to his brother who's broken, who's lost his mind and is battling the demons inside WWE and the consumer of uh, terrestrial entities in Bray Wyatt. <laughs> uh, it's going to yeah, be know fun. What I'm yeah, it's going to be fun. I, gosh. You know their instincts, though. All the fun stuff might be on the uh, on the website or in social media. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like uh, did you see the Rusev vignette? No. F, uh, uh, from, oh, God. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Because when uh, they tell English and, and Rusev uh, that they're in the tag team match, it, it's phenomenal. But my, my, my best... The best running joke they have is Rusev asking, uh, how, how elated are you? Okay. <laughs> cause he does. Cause, cause remember, uh, the first one that they ever did, or like even on TV, it was like elated. I don't even know what that means. So now every interview he, he drops the word elated into it. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping it just doesn't become supplemental material on the website. That's all. Correct, because that's definitely a direction it could go. Uh, you got to have a fan of Matt Hardy in there somewhere. Um, but, hey, I think it was a good first step. Mm -hmm. Depends on what they do. You got a lot of time here. I mean, we are still over a month away 
before the Royal Rumble. And it's been what, three or four weeks since Survivor Series? Yes. Three weeks at least. So, uh, and there's plenty of time for a lot of different things to happen here. Uh, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen yet. Uh, but Broken Matt is here. Woken Matt Hardy is here. Uh, just jumping right into the gimmick. No gradualness here. I know, I know some people will say, oh, it was gradual. He's been, he's been going the delete chance. He's been breaking, whatever. Uh, there's a, there's a pretty big leap from, okay, I, I lost the match here. I'm upset. I'm kind of breaking down to all of a sudden I have the costume. Uh, there is an entity that is inside my vessel. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sitting here as an expert on the TNA broken Matt Hart, Hardy character. Right, I, I don't know how gradual it became in TNA exactly. Don't it, remember it became, all that. Well, what happened was it, it got broken and then it got more ridiculous. Yes. Like I think, and I think they're going to go back to certain tropes. Like I think Kane and Corporate Kane are showing up. Oh, <laughs> you can do a whole number of things. I mean, Kane's still sticking around. He's doing his crazy things. So yeah, you can do a number of different things here with uh, with the craziness of Kane. If you want, you involve him in this Matt Hardy gimmick just hope it turns out a little bit more than Brizongo. Brizongo's fun but they're not in a main event scene they're not in a mid-card scene they're not in the tag title scene they're just there occasionally on tv sometimes bumped for time is matt hardy going to be a character who's bumped for time on raw when you have three hours to fill it's very possible especially at their pre-taped skits uh you know who's not getting bumped for time here soon Two, 205 live Hmm. 205 lives going on the road they're gonna yeah it's put up or shut up town uh, time what i feel like this is you know that we've been hoping to go on the road for a year with these guys we haven't done it yet the tv show we got enzo on there the tv show is more popular now on wwe network than it's ever been enzo amore is a character who we can put on raw and he can he can draw uh interest into the segment so now let's try a road show let's try a road weekend with 205 live and that's what they're doing now with the main events of Callisto versus Enzo Amore with Nia Jax as the special referee. So you're, you got your WWE gimmicks main event on this tour, uh, but you're going to, you're going to have a lot of talent. You're going to have Rich Swan on there. Gentleman Jack, Brian Kendrick, uh, Grand Metalik. You have a lot of different talents on this show. Hideo Itami going on the road. Uh, so it could be a fun show. My question to you, Jeff, right now, is there enough hype to support these shows as much as the NXT tours uh tended to be when they first got going no not at all and i'm sure there'll be great matches but look we, we've seen this nobody cares about them nobody they can't, they're not gonna draw people to a show that nobody cares about um nia jacks in this division just screams vince mcmahon comedy i mean whatever she's doing i don't think she's gonna do matches uh, Yet, at least. No. But, you know, the the whole, you know, China love thing that, that happened back in the day. I mean, we're getting those types of skits, right? This well, is what's going to happen. I just hate that Vince McMahon decides be- to, to make this interesting. We need someone from the women's division exactly. as a love interest of the main event. I mean, we had well, Alicia Fox in there. Now we have Nia Jackson there. Can't. Why do we have to have the women as a love interest in this division? Yeah. And, and then it becomes... Uh, was it the, uh, I forgot the, t- the Bechdel test. I think it's what it's called where women just talk about men and that's the only characterization they get. Just, um, just go out there and have Nia Jax kill people like Oscar's killing people right now. And eventually meet Nia Jax with Oscar. Well, there's so no, 
there's no one for Nia Jax to kill just yet because they're trying to get over this page no. group. Well, so. that and because they just cut Emma. I mean, True. There, there's fewer people to kill right now. There are no jobbers in that division except for Alicia Vox and Bailey. Uh, yeah, I'll make a minor point and then I'll get back to your question. Um, this is going to be bad luck, Fallet and Finn Balor, Enzo and Nia Jax. <laughs> it is. Um, it's not. It, it's not the worst idea in the world, honestly, to have Nia Jax on you know TV a little bit more. If she's not going to be doing something on Raw, I get it. She's but, not draw to the two hundred five shows though. No, she's not a draw. Now it's a special no, no, referee. Right, but I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to work back into your question. Right, go for it. Um I I think the problem with 205 live right now in addition to their note not being any heat to it, it's it's that the shows don't have its own point of view slash edge what what have you. I mean, if they were trying to run you know, American Legion halls in the Northeast, that'd be one thing you know, little 400 seat buildings and maybe they could put it, put it on. And it's kind of like a, an indie show featuring some of your favorite former indie guys. Uh, I still think two Oh five live would be better off folded in to NXT. Yeah. Uh, and I agree too. Um, now that's the interesting part of these tours is I think we're going to get a strong presence from NXT guys. The, the guys who could kind of fit in the two Oh five, uh, weight division, the Roderick strongs, the Alistair blacks, you might see or even the, the Adam Cole. Yeah. Or even the UK guys that they can fit in there. If the, UK, if the UK guys are around, I mean, that's that uh, Pete Dunn is talking about taking bookings for January and February. So will he be on something full time with WWE by then? Doesn't really look likely, uh, but you have, there are no NXT tours except for the local Florida tour that weekend. So you have two Oh five live. You have the Florida NXT tour, which doesn't need all of the top names. And you have a Raw and SmackDown tour. So we're probably not getting too much of a presence from Raw and SmackDown, guys. You're not going to see Sami Zayn on the show in a, in a special cameo. You're not going to see AJ Styles. You're not going to see the big level names. Uh, and, but what you yeah. could see is a guy like Adam Cole, who's a main eventer on NXT. You could see a Roderick Strong, who's been in the title picture on NXT. Hell, you can have an NXT title match with Andrade Almas on that show, wrestling someone from the 205 Live division. There are ways to make these cards even more interesting and try to draw not just the people who are like, oh, 205 Live, do I really need to see that? No, I can go see Grand Metal League Challenge uh, Andrade Almas, which would be a pretty cool match to put on a live tour. There, oh, there yeah. are different things you can do without going crazy and putting an AJ Styles on those shows. I just think another problem is this is right around Royal Rumble. It is and they're very running close, in, yeah. And they're running in the same region as the Royal Rumble. It is, I believe, the weekend of Raw 25. That too. Yes. So you have these three shows, you have everyone touring, you have these three shows, and then you go into raw with uh, raw 25 at the two different venues. And if you have a budget, you're not going to pick a two Oh five live over being able to try and get, you know, maybe you buy a StubHub or a seat geek. One of our favorite sponsors, That's right? You uh, can get tickets to these shows on seat geek, you know, um, type, type of ticket to a raw versus, spending it on a cheapo on 205 live it's just it, it's bad business is what it is it's bad business you know what's great business though guys if you're looking for tickets to these events or any other events you should try seat geek if you haven't already buying tickets you know to sports and concerts can be complicated and confusing but there is a better way to buy seat geek seat geek is the smartest easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event whether you're searching for a last minute deal planning a night out or just need the perfect last minute gift 
SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, and it's fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician or WWE 205 Live Superstar. SeatGeek will help you get closer to the action for a great value. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. Jeff over there used the SeatGeek app to find us some Royal Rumble tickets, and we're going to the Royal Rumble. We're going to go see Broken Matt Hardy enter the ring with King Maxwell and Rebby Hardy all behind him. Senior Benjamin, who knows what's going to happen with this broken mad gimmick? Who knows? Uh, but SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. They save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare best prices and find you the most amazing deals. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket from sports to concerts to comedy and theater to wrestling. Best of all, right now, Shake Them Ropes listeners get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code STR today. That's promo code STR for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Go download the SeatGeek app. Make your first purchase with the promo code STR. $20 off. It is the best time right now, guys, to try SeatGeek on your phone and tablet today. Boom. Royal Rumble. Super hyped. Broken Matt. I'm ready. Broken Matt's getting me <laughs> to that event. I didn't even know Woken Matt was going to be around. Now I can't just, I can't wait. I can't wait. Are you are you hyped for heel Jason Jordan? Um, if he actually goes that way, I'm right now. I'm kind of sick of whiny bitch Jason Jordan. Yeah. All right, and I don't know if that's PC to say. I, I sick and tired of his little whiny crying voice. I, I'm tired of it. Just do something with it. Whether you're going to go heel, whether you're going to be a babyface, whatever. But right now, uh, you know, people have pointed out, and it, it's an interesting observation. And you, some of you may have heard it before. Right now, he's wrestling as a babyface, right? I mean, he's kind of wrestling as a baby face while acting like a heel. So you, I think that ended uh, Monday. Oh, did it? You think he's wrestling more as a heel now? Were you seeing super heel in that? Well, at- attacking Roman from behind. Well, that's true. Yes. Attacking Roman from behind. But then Roman, I was all conflicted with that because Roman Reigns then gets Jason Jordan back. And I don't think people quite remember that he was getting Jason Jordan back as much as Roman Reigns seemed like a dick. Yeah. I mean, take the high road, son. Oh, <laughs> uh, but they're still doing the shield stuff. We're back to Seth Rollins having his own entrance music and his own gear back. We're back to Dean Ambrose kind of being a mix where he's wearing the shirt, but no chest protector. And he's wearing his Can shield pants before we leave Roman completely. We're not leaving Roman completely. We are okay. on the Roman train. The row train is like, is how I like to call it. The disconnect of giving him the line about, the uh, best, I wasn't handed everything. Oh, the best worker in the world today. Roman Reigns is the best in-ring performer in the world today, according to one of my secret sources, that secret source being Roman Reigns. Yeah, just, I, I couldn't believe they put that on television. Um, There are other things that I have not been believing that they had been putting on television, yet they do it. For, for example. It's a lot of time. A lot of time. Go for it. What is your example? No, I said, for example, I was asking. Oh, for example, what do you mean? A broken mat for one. Okay. <laughs> uh, Heidenreich for two. Those gimmicks. <laughs> Triple H uh, doing casket type things with casket type people. I thought I thought you had a more modern example. I thought you were going to transition to something. Oh, I just 25 years. We're going into Raw 25. You're going to see a lot of examples of crazy things that were put on television. Oh, okay. Bailey. <laughs> Bailey as an ultra baby face. We're talking craziness uh, here. Okay. <laughs> I stumped you on that one, didn't I? No, 
I'm I just wondering where you're going with it. You're you are the host. I am the co-host. Oh, that's right. You are the co-host. I lead the conversation, and you yeah. analyze with in-depth analysis. Uh, what do yes. you think about uh, Sarah Logan's work on SmackDown? Oof. Um. Don't don't give her those lines, please. Just can just, I ask don't. why? Why uh, is everyone calling her Southern? She's from the South. Kentucky? I mean, Jeffersonville, Indiana. <laughs> this is not the South. All right. It is Southern Indiana. Even Louisville is not the South. Is Louisville the South? Yeah, Louisville, Kentucky. I mean, yeah, but that's the northernmost point of Kentucky. I mean, you're basically in Ohio at that point. You're basically at the uh, at the Great Lakes. I can't get much north than that. Louisville, Kentucky is like a hop, skip, and a jump to Lake Michigan. South. <laughs> Lived in Orlando. Jeffersonville, Indiana. It's not the South. Southerners know what I'm talking about. To take that South back. I think Ruby continues to, to rise above her material, but uh, it's it's the way that they script those those types of three three women promos where they all have to get in their line is uh it's pretty bad. So far if you were comparing the two, uh the the what is it called the Riot Squad versus Absolution, who have you enjoyed more and who has performed better so far? Oh man. Um I think Absolution for both, but that's you know, I I I think uh I think Sonya Deville is really bringing a toughness to it that the other group doesn't have. That Ruby Riot match, Sonya Deville match on NXT, pretty great. That was a great episode I, of I NXT know. last night. Oh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And the, and the uh, Ono Gargano match was yeah, spectacular. Yeah, man. If you haven't watched NXT out there yet, go watch NXT. Wait for the show to be over. All right. Wait for the final thing that I say that seems abrupt. And then you get that commercial at the end. You're not really sure if the show ended yet, but it has. You can, you can turn off right there and go watch NXT. Go do it. Okay. It was a great episode. Uh, this week's TV, Raw was pretty great overall. You know, top to bottom. Raw was a nice episode. This was, a, this was a fun week of WWE TV. I didn't watch all SmackDown. I watched the important bits of SmackDown. Uh, I did enjoy the SmackDown announcers putting over how what a great team Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura would be. If only we would ever find out. You know, one month removed from them teaming up like two SmackDowns in a row. Yes. Well, you know, history, it, it, it's, it's relative. Uh, so Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn continue on their little merry way. Uh, we got a pay-per-view coming up next Sunday. Did you know this? Yeah. Clash of champions. Clash correct? of champions is coming up next Sunday. Our final pay-per-view on the road to Royal rumble. And then we get like pay-per-view blitz in the most exciting time of WWE. My wife keeps wanting me to go to New Orleans for WrestleMania. She wants to go. I'm like, no, Sweet. what are you doing? Yeah, come on. Well, she can come. Can't go to WrestleMania. Are you going to go now? Are you going to do yeah. everything? You're going to go to Royal uh, Rumble and WrestleMania. I thought Royal Rumble was happening because you weren't going to WrestleMania. I know. I changed my mind. And now you're going to everything. Ugh. I'm, I'm going to everything except SmackDown. <laughs> well, yeah, no one goes to SmackDown. I mean, come on. It'd be um, funny no one going to SmackDown, too, because you might get a little debut action there. I don't know who. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who, but we got Shinsuke uh, last time. So you did. You got Shinsuke. Uh, a couple, couple quick notes. Uh, I, uh, number this whole one, show uh, is quick notes. Just whatever, on, whatever on. comes to your mind. Just let it flow, Jeff. 
Okay. Uh, SmackDown, not only are they having the time of their life, Sammy and Kevin, but I think Kevin gets a kick out of watching Sammy <laughs> wax poetic as a heel. Because that promo he was doing was pretty darn great, I thought. That's the, the deconstructing of the rules. Right. Well, I also have a belief that, I mean, say that you, uh, if you ever turned babyface, Jeff, after knowing right. you as a heel for the last three years, if you ever mm-hmm. turned babyface, I would be like, oh, this is interesting. I've never seen this. I'm I'm interested in watching this. That's what Kevin Owens is doing to Sami Zayn. Like, Sami Zayn, this is the first time he's ever played a character like this. And he's nailing it. And probably gets uh, a kick it, out of that. Not just because he's, his, you know, he's Kevin Owens' buddy, but it's like, oh my God, this is a guy I've never seen on TV before. And he's like nailing it. Oh, he's chewing scenery like like nobody's business. It's so great. It, it really is. This is what we call ringside. Um, is chewing scenery a Hollywood term that I'm not aware of? Uh, chewing scenery is, is generally when, when uh, uh, yeah, it is. It, it's an acting term. Okay. For when someone is really relishing in their moment or relishing in their character a little bit, and a little bit, I'll I, I'll put it this way: um, it's it's usually in a derogatory term uh, from time to time, but but it can be a positive. Uh, Al Pacino, in his later phase of his career, would be called uh, like heat. That would be him chewing scenery. Okay. I had no idea. I just want, Hey, what's going on with all the fire around your house? Uh, I am surrounded on three sides by fire. And the other side is water, correct? Uh, no, the other side is like freeway. <laughs> oh, okay. So you have an escape route if needed. <coughs> oh, the fires, the, these fires aren't going to get anywhere close to me. No. Cause I mean, no, I I'm... keep watching these videos and these memes and these news stories and it looks pretty scary. Like you might be in trouble. It's scary, but but there's so much road and city between us. Uh, uh, it's not we we just get a lot of smoke here, which is why I'm, one of the reasons I'm coughing so much. Oh, are you actually like? I mean, are you feeling the effects of these flames, even though they're not near to you? I mean, uh, there's there's ash in the air. Okay, you can feel that. Well, that in itself would be would be freaking me out. Yeah, like even if the fire wasn't close, I mean, you all you can hear is that everything people are talking about right now is everyone talking about these wildfires, or is it, you know, you you deal with the uh, deal with the ash, you deal with the smoky air, but really it's not affecting your everyday. Well, it depends on the fire because one of them is burning rich people's houses. That's yes. the one that's getting all the news. Okay, one of them's burning like Bel Air, right? Yeah, the Malibu, Bel Air, the four hundred five, the Getty, that kind of area. One's burning kind of the north sound san fernando valley which is where i'm getting all the smoke at and then there's one to uh to kind of the west that nobody really talks about all that much and which one is rancho cucamonga that would probably be the uh the one in the north valley then oh okay i mean if this affects baseball season i'll be very upset (laughs) no but uh, yeah i hope everyone if you're (laughs) listening out there in the in the los angeles area if you're being affected by these wildfires yeah, we hope you all come out okay. Listen to all the warnings. Don't be a hero. And try and stick it out just because. Jeff, if they tell you to evacuate, you I'm better out. evacuate. Well, it's funny because the iPhone. Have you ever had like one of those alarms go off on your iPhone where they're giving like an amber warning? <laughs> I have, yes. I bet yours is going off nonstop. 8.30 at night. Which is bad for me because I go to bed around six thirty seven. Uh huh. <laughs> Except for tonight because you're doing like fifteen hours of audio. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing. Oh, quick plug. 
I'll be doing the steel cage this week talking about rise six, which was a lot of fun. Yes. I am um, very upset that, uh, Derek and the guys have never invited me on, but that's besides the point. Uh, speaking of women's wrestling. Yes. Oscar's new Oscar's kind of transition to the arm bar for a finisher. Oscar versus Ronda is going to be the best match of all time. Is this is this where we're headed? And and is it possible that Ronda's the one that breaks Oscar's streak? Well, there's so much to unpack from this. I mean, warning you guys right now, this is the rest of our show. Is yeah, we're un- kind of uh, is unpacking is unpacking Ronda and Oscar and what Ronda's doing. So Ronda Rousey, all right, it's being broken. We all knew this was coming. We knew Randy. We knew uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey is coming in. Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Yes. Randy Rousey is coming here. Okay. <laughs> She's coming in. And now all the news sites are out there reporting, oh, Ronda Rousey is finishing up a deal to come to WWE. And they're all making it about UFC and their TV rights. Like, oh, UFC is losing one of their biggest stars as they head into their mm. Fox re-up in a not year. Really. Uh, not a TV draw. She's never been a TV draw because she's always been on pay-per-view. Right? But she's one of their biggest stars. Maybe not right now. I, I was just saying she's not. I, I think she's done with UFC. Oh, I think she is, too. I think she is too. And we'll see what career she makes in WWE. If it's a long-term thing, if it's a short-term thing, this was the idea they wanted to do. And this has been out there for months. We've talked about it on the show. The idea was, was that they would do Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. And I'm forgetting Jessamine Duke. They would do those three up against. I thought it was all four. I thought it was all four. I thought it was well, Marina. Marina. I don't well. think Marina Schaefer is anywhere involved Shafir. in this. Shafir. Okay. I, I don't think she's anywhere involved in this. I understand, you know, the four horsemen, you got to have four, right? I don't think she's anywhere involved in this. I don't think she wants to be, but you got Jessamine Duke and Shayna Baszler inside the WWE system. Jessamine Duke just started training recently. Uh, you have Ronda Rousey, who's been at the performance center for the last, like the last two months, you know, here and there. Uh, she's coming in. The original idea was that three on three match. Or maybe putting a fourth with each group. You could do the four horsewoman of NXT uh, with Bailey, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Sasha Banks. And maybe putting Stephanie, Stephanie McMahon on the side of Ronda Rousey's group. Or you can just do a three-on-three match and leave Bailey out. Because, of course, Bailey would be the one left out. <laughs> uh, now, I mean, if they want to, you can have Asuka destroy everybody. Make her into the WWE version of Ronda Rousey, kind of promote it that way for the next three months and have Ronda Rousey come in and be like, that's my deal. I defeat people with arm bars. I will take you out. You're nothing to me. I was once an undefeated phenom here. Okay. And I'm going to take you out, Asuka. And what kind of singles match would that be? Now, if they do the singles match, Jeff, and this is what I want to get into at this point right now. If they do that singles match, you ask me, would she be the one to break the streak? Entertainment-wise, probably cool. All right? But why not use it as an opportunity to make Asuka your real Ronda Rousey, turn her into this big deal who doesn't lose, have her as your main attraction, unless Ronda Rousey's going to be this regular, I don't know why you wouldn't have Asuka tap out Ronda Rousey. That's insane. It's insane to have Uh, Asuka tap out Ronda Rousey? It's it's unlikely. I'm not going to sit unlikely. here and say. I, I'm not going to sit here and say. Oh, you know what? I'll eat my hat if Oscar loses, <laughs> or this is unbelievable. I don't see any scenario where Ronda no. Rousey gets the win on Oscar. Well, let's put it this way: you'd never eat a hat, anyways. Uh, I I found the recipe, man. 
I found the one I wanted to go. I've been searching near and far, far and wide, wide and far, near and wide. I, I've been looking everywhere, and I, I got the see, one. I, I couldn't see her agreeing to it. I, I, I really couldn't. I Unless she was coming in as a one-time big deal, pay me a lot of money, sure, I'll lose. But no, I don't, I don't see a lot of these things happening to where that would be the case. Uh, so the question becomes, okay, what if Ronda Rousey is going to get the win? Do you even do Oscar and Ronda Rousey? Why don't you do a three-way where she can beat up, you know, she can pin Becky Lynch. It just seems such an obvious move or at least a tell to have Oscar now doing the arm bar constantly. It does. Unless, unless, unless the other explanation I thought for it was because it's far too close to the Coquina clutch. Uh, there's, Yeah. But if your your big plan is for Ronda Rousey to wrestle at WrestleMania, someone's got to be thinking of that too. If you're going to change her move, change it to something that you know you're not going to need to change from in a month from now. Right. Change it completely. Uh, so yeah, uh, it, it certainly looks like you can you can see in their mind that they might be setting Asuka up for Ronda Rousey. And that would be a fun attraction. Ronda Rousey going up against Asuka promote Oscar hard. I don't think Oscar loses anything by her streak coming to an end to Ronda Rousey. You can do a second match. If Ronda Rousey is going to be around for a while, the second match between those two also does pretty well. And then if Ronda Rousey will be around for a while, you can keep them on separate shows. You do another superstar shakeup and now they're all of a sudden they're on separate shows. You don't have to keep having them run into each other. Although, and, and you know me, I'm Mr. Cynic. I'll, I'll come here with this. The move would be to make Ronda beat Asuka to lead to Stephanie at Mania. Oh, you think Ronda would beat Asuka before WrestleMania? I think I think if, if she was facing Stephanie. Now you are talking crazy talk. You don't think you don't think Stephanie is a bigger draw than Asuka at mania oh no i mean yes she is she is i mean a stephanie mcmahon ronda rousey match would be a big deal Mm -hmm. that would that would get your interest level up that would that would do it but also at the same time i think ronda rousey's first match would be at wrestlemania and not a royal rumble and certainly not a raw episode do it at wrestlemania and her first match being oscar or they keep them separate. You can do Stephanie McMahon versus Ronda Rousey. You can have an Asuka match separate from that. Some type of uh, Raw and and then you have a SmackDown Women's Championship match. You can do a whole bunch of different ideas. Yeah. I still think we're going to get some type of three-way, uh, not three-way, but three-on-three three or four-on-four. Because four. otherwise, why do you have Jessamine Duke training? You're going to so try hard. and hide the people that are kind of green. So you Correct. Need to you don't have this 10-minute match of Ronda Rousey. Especially because that's not what she's good for. I mean, she's known for doing it very quickly. Getting the armbar in and going home. That's what you do. So there, there's a lot of possibilities. We talk about Ronda Rousey coming in. There's already a ton of possibilities. With Paige's group in there. Going up against Asuka. I mean, we've had this gimmick now where Asuka's avoiding all of this death. But Sasha mm-hmm. Banks isn't. Bailey isn't. Mick James isn't. There's a lot of possibilities on the Raw women's division side. There's still a good amount on the SmackDown side, but not as much. Uh, you have Paige wrestling singles matches here. Started a little slow. Uh, entertaining match at the end. I th- Yeah, that, that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit. I, I, thought, I thought they gelled really, really well, especially for Paige having been gone for so long. I mean, this is... This is I mean, they certainly had a better match than uh, 
anything probably during the p or the, you know not pms but uh oh jeez sorry that was that was in my head uh, why because because of 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 whatever that that fake news clickbait thing that was wrong fake yeah. news uh, out there they were never going to be called pms stop it the uh, people well well the pcb uh that's what i was saying yeah, pcb yeah, yeah. type pcb yep. mm-hmm. um and it, i i I asked this. I didn't get any answers, but uh, I thought Paige and and Sasha worked better together than Paige and AJ did. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yes, AJ Lee. Well, okay. here here's the thing: is that everybody's always you know when Paige doesn't have a good match, and well, she has such potential because of the Emma match, you know, over and over and over again, and we've been waiting, we've been waiting, we've been waiting. Maybe these long type of matches with people like a Sasha or a Bailey are 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 just the thing. Mm-hmm. I just I'm excited for all the possibilities, no matter what they become. I'm looking forward to this Raw Women's Division as we head into the start of the uh, of the year. I mean, we're two weeks away. We're what two and a half weeks away, three weeks away. I don't know what it is to 2018. We got California on fire. We got. Page back. Mandy Rose in a match. I want to see Mandy Rose wrestle on Raw. I think she's going to surprise a lot of people that don't expect her to be good. Because they haven't yeah, seen they haven't seen well, anything. Well, it'll be interesting. Well, I mean, her 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 dance partner is is on her own stable, so that's going to be interesting. Her dance partner is on her own stable. What? Well, well, she was doing she was doing the circuit with Sonia Deville. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes, yes. She was. A lot of odd pairings there. What do you think they do? What do you think they do with Hideo Itami at the start? Because you have Enzo Amori in there with Callisto still. I mean, do you put en- do you put Hideo Itami right up at the top on 205 Live with uh, with Enzo Amore? Do you keep him separate? Do you have him beat up the Gentleman Jacks of the world, the Brian Kendricks of the world? Because Hideo Itami is coming I in do? hat. Yeah, what do you do with Hideo Itami as he comes into 205 Live? First day in, he kicks Enzo and pins him. That's it. For the belt? Yes. Ooh. No match. Like five seconds, he kills him, and he just establishes himself as the biggest badass in 205. By beating up Enzo Amore. You know when he debuted in NXT, he beat up both of the Ascension. Yes. So now you want him to just beat up Enzo by himself. I I just want a one-punch knockout. That's it. Okay. I I don't even want a match. I, I, I want to establish a guy as... Oh, I got to watch this. Kind of like how they did uh, Alistair Black in his yeah. first match for the most part. Yeah, Enzo Amore. You know, Hideo Itami comes out. Enzo Amore is still talking, you know, running his mouth. And all of a sudden, Hideo Itami kicks him. Let, let Enzo make some mm-hmm. insensitive remark and just have Itami <laughs> kill him. Insensitive I mean, remarks you know it's from Enzo Amore? You know it's, well, it's just the way. I mean, did you see that? How they scripted Grand Metalik this week on 205? Oh, sure, a, yeah. Not a joke. I mean, yes. So, I mean, Graham Metalik, at least he's getting TV time. It's very odd because, I mean, the guy's getting TV time and he's been gone for like a year. He's been on this roster for a year, not doing anything. And then they just say, you know what? We're in the tour with you now, but we don't really have anything for you. Drew Gulak continues to be spectacular on that 205. Drew Drew Gulak is running that place right now i mean on the episodes where enzo isn't there he's running that show drew gulak is 205 live and who would have thought this is a guy where i thought he wouldn't be in wwe anymore oh god just a few weeks 
I thought his charisma was terrible, and now I've been proven so wrong. I'm, I'm thinking they may put him over Rich Swan. He's the most entertaining part of that show. Yes, he is. I mean, he is the most entertaining, whether he's going out there for his PowerPoint, whether he's getting geeked out, whether he's wrestling. I mean, this guy, every match of his has a story. You're not going up top. And if I find the uh, find towards the end that I need to go up top, I'll kind of do it hesitantly. May not work, but I'm a liar. That's what I do. I'm trying to win at the last, uh, you know, when the day ends, I'm just trying to win. Yeah. Doesn't matter what. Drew Gulak. I mean, candidate for wrestler of the year. If they bring back the slammies, where are the slammies been Jeff buried? Yeah. I need answers. I need answers on where the slammies have been. And you have until the end of the show to find me those answers. So get looking, get looking. Okay, fine. fine. I had I'll, a, uh, I'll do that. You start, you start mentally in these next couple of weeks coming up with your best of lists. Cause we're doing one probably best of hmm. sure. Best of. WWE best of Rob's predictions that didn't come true. <laughs> Every one of them. So right now for clash of champions, uh, we have AJ styles, Jinder Mahal singles match for the world title. We have Baron Corbin, Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler, triple threat match for the U S title. Dolph Ziggler has been, uh, been pretty good lately. Um, sorry. <laughs> are you drinking? Uh, sorry. Are I you, had to. Are you, pouring, are you pouring water on the fire? Yes. I, I I disagree. I mean, I think he's good enough. I just... Eh. Well, I, I mean, I'm not going to be... Honestly, Dolph Ziggler isn't going to be entertaining for a long period of time, but he has these spurts. Like, where he has moments. I wanna, he has flashes. He does, he does have moments. And maybe it's just because he's in the ring with Bobby Roode and Baron Corbin, two fucking charisma suck-offs. Like, maybe that's it. I don't know. These three... These three just go perfectly together. That could be possibly it. Uh, but you got that triple threat match, and that'll be pretty good. I think a triple threat match with these three guys will be more entertaining than any combination of singles match that would be. Any yes. combo. Yes, definitely. I, th- I think that part will be exciting, but it'll be, it'll be Dolph dancing with, with each of the other two. Um, Natalia is going to win this Lumberjack match. There's going to be chaos. She's going to win. Charlotte Flair is going to be a 16-time world champion before you know it. Yes. Uh, what did you make of uh, name dropping Ellsworth on TV? Cruel or or a sign of things to come? No, I. Uh, I mean, maybe they bring him back. You got Ellsworth out there, you know, doing taking indies. You got him taking indies. Uh, I still think he's in the Rumble somewhere. It, it, maybe even the women's Rumble. Maybe maybe they bring him back. Maybe they do bring him back on a different type of deal. I don't know for a one shot, but, but I but, mean, I, I, I don't understand. They don't usually name drop people that, that, uh, unless it's like a hello. They don't. But. I mean, you, when Oscar beat Emma and then Emma was released when they were doing the raw talking about Oscar's impressive victories, they never talk about oh, Emma. Yeah. They just say Emma she's had impressive retconned. victories. Yes. Yeah. So maybe there's something there or maybe that's just, it's James Ellsworth. He was a character. We're going to reference it. You know, you, you can have a death on, you have people leave TV shows all the time, right? Whether it's death, whether it's just, they just leave the actor leaves the show and they still reference the character. I think that's all this was. Okay. They referenced the character. Um, Charlotte Flair, Natalia, yeah, lumberjack match. I can see Natalia winning the title back there. Uh, four way fatal four way for the tag team titles. Rusev and Aiden. It's going to be Rusev day for real on the 17th of December. Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin versus the New Day versus Usos versus Aiden English and Rusev. Fatal four-way for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. You have another big tag team match. You got Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura. I cannot wait to see what type of tag team they are. 
going up against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Can't wait to see what tag team they are. I've never seen these combos of guys in the ring at the same time. Uh, Shane McMahon, of course, is a special guest referee. Uh, keeping this thing going. I mean, are uh, we going to no. get Shane versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania? I thought Daniel Bryan was the guest res- referee. Shane McMahon right now. Uh, I'm looking at the Wikipedia, and they are always correct. Shane McMahon is special guest referee. Maybe we get Daniel Bryan. I don't know. It's the same thing. We talked about this when Shane McMahon was the ref last time. Like if they're, if they're going to let Daniel Bryan referee a match. That, that seems to me like he should be cleared. If he's cleared to get in the ring and do things, he should be able to wrestle. And I don't think they want to touch that at all. So I don't think nope. we'll be seeing him as a referee. Uh, so the, the gimmick on this one is if Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn lose, they are fired from all of WWE. Somehow Shane McMahon has that power to fire them and not allow Raw to sign them. Like he made this deal with Kurt Angle, who he was feuding with a month ago to refuse to sign these guys. He's colluding with Raw. This is an outrage. And same as Zayn and Kevin Owens should take this to, to the Supreme Court. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you, you put a stipulation like that, it's, uh, it's interesting at least. Well, I just don't know what they're going to do because this feud is still going and we've already had the Shane McMahon-Kevin Owens match. Are we going to have another one? Is Shane McMahon going to, who could possibly come in as like Shane McMahon's uh, avatar, if you will, his proxy? I mean, would it be John Cena, John Cena versus Kevin Owens? Would Shane McMahon wrestle Kevin Owens? Are we somehow going to get into a situation where it's Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens again? Like, I, I don't know where these guys are leading right now because we already had the Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens match. Here's what I worry about is, is the, is the time tested and ultimately lame because they never, ever make it make sense where Shane McMahon turns heel and joins Kevin Owens and Sammy because he respects what they were doing. They were trying to grab the brass ring and make an impact. And now I understand, you know, I I'm, I'm definitely afraid that's what's going to happen. Okay. And then. Shane McMahon has turned heel on the entire SmackDown roster. So now Shane McMahon finds a way to end up being the big heel in all this. Mm-hmm. You have John Cena come back to save the day for the baby faces. And you have what? Randy versus Shane at mania. <laughs> How does this all of a sudden become Randy versus Shane? I don't know. That's what it would be though. And Kevin Owens, the same as Zayn are wrestling a tag team match on the pre-show. Well, I thought, I thought at first, well, maybe they have Shane and Nakamura at me. Yeah, there oh, you go. No. We all oh, want AJ God. and Nakamura and it becomes Shane and Nakamura. Cause why not? Oh, people would riot. I don't think people would be big fans of Shane and Nakamura. So I, uh, I showed my wife the big, the big stuff from oh, WrestleMania really? 30. Oh, okay. Hmm. I mean, we're married. <laughs> you can assume the other thing. I'm sorry. You, you left me that opening and that pause. I couldn't help it. Uh, so, uh, you know, we were talking about new Orleans. She really wants to go. And I'm like, I just, it's not going to work. I don't think you would end up liking it. And we don't have time to do it. She can stay with me. Okay. Enough there, tiger. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm, I'm a gentleman. Right. Uh, so anyway, I show her WrestleMania 30. I'm like WrestleMania 30. Daniel Bryan, because she only knows Daniel Bryan as the commissioner of SmackDown. She doesn't know him as a wrestler at all. All right. Mm-hmm. So I show him that match versus Triple H. Super into it. I show, uh, we we obviously watched the Hogan Rock Austin segment. Great. And then I showed her to the main event. 
And she was like, oh, is that Drax? And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> I'm like, that WrestleMania was so good. And I wonder if any people who went to that WrestleMania are thinking this going back. I don't know. But how would WrestleMania 34 in any way find a way to top WrestleMania 30? Just for the Daniel Bryan storyline alone, they have to come up with something big. Obviously, it'll be a big deal. It's a WrestleMania. But man, if I was going to that, I would just compare it to WrestleMania 30. And I don't know if that would be for a fun time. I'm 0 for 2 on Manias. I've gone to live. I need one. I am. uh, I don't I've been to three and I would consider myself two for two. Because the WrestleMania in Detroit, I was so sick that weekend. I did not enjoy anything. And I don't think it was the show's fault. I mean, I just I was I was done. And I was dragging myself to these shows and only because I had bought the tickets. Otherwise I would have just stayed home. I should have stayed home. So WrestleMania in Detroit doesn't count, but I've been WrestleMania 21. No WrestleMania 22, the one in Chicago uh, with uh, the big triple H John Cena match that people went crazy for Mickey James, Trish Stratus uh, fun show. I don't think people look back at that and think, Oh, wrestling classics anywhere on these but it was one of the most fun WrestleManias and what it was the last one to ever happen, not at a stadium or a field. Right. So the atmosphere was really cool. And then WrestleMania in Phoenix with undertaker and Shawn Michaels in the main event, Shawn Michaels last match. I feel like that was one of the more historic WrestleManias to go to for strictly the last match of Shawn Michaels. So I would consider myself two for two there. Uh So I've gotten kind of lucky. So I don't know. Maybe I should go to this one help everyone out become three for three bring those positive wrestlemania vibes with us we'll see how royal rumble goes maybe royal rumble's so hot and we gotta get gotta get those last minute ticks to wrestlemania i'm hyped for the rumble though what do you think the main event of nxt that weekend is going to be what are we going to see there almas gargano almas gargano well i guess that is the main event yeah i would suppose that would be it Almas Gargano, uh, Gargano coming off of his big streak of not winning matches, you know, finally getting into his own as a singles competitor, beat Cassius Ono on NXT, going into that fatal four-way. Gargano, Almas, uh, looks like, I mean, Adam Cole is going to be doing something uh, with Aleister Black here in the coming weeks of NXT. Mm-hmm. So I, I honestly don't remember if they go too far into it, but maybe we get that kind of singles match. Yeah, we have... Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish going for the tag team titles on NXT TV next week, right? Or two weeks, two weeks on NXT TV. Okay, next week we're getting a women's title, man. Yep, they're setting everything up here. They're setting everything up. Looks like the NXT show will be a good one. We got Royal Rumble on Sunday, a big weekend. And then the next week, uh, we've we've already hit the Raw 25 at that point because Raw 25 happens like a week or two earlier. Uh, Mm -hmm. we'll, We'll have a better idea of what's happening with 205 Live. The whole game might change after Royal Rumble. Is 205 Live still around? Is there other, are there other shows in the works? What are they going to do with all these women on this roster? Do we get some type of Royal Rumble for the women? That'll be a fun thing if they do that. Just a 20-woman Royal Rumble? Nia Jax comes in and beats everyone up, but somehow gets tricked by Sonya Deville, and Sonya Deville is your shocker winner? I don't know. There's a lot going on in WWE. I'm hyped. How hyped are you? I'm pretty excited. It's an exciting uh, time. Especially for NXT. I am I am really worried. I mean, just even to wrap this with a bow, I am worried about this 205 Live. You're deal. worried I about think, it. 
Yeah, don't be worried about it, man. Oh, I think I think all these guys. I mean, look, I like them a lot, but uh, they may be at Mania Weekend, but they may be with Evolve. <laughs> Except for Drew Gulak, Drew Gulak somehow finds a way. Oh yeah, to stick around. I mean, he is a cockroach in this division, and he survived, and it's a good thing too because I mean, he's the most entertaining part. So good for him. Um. Here's a weird off the wall question to end this week's show. Who do you think main events WrestleMania? Uh, and I, okay, it's gonna be Roman and Brock. We get it. Maybe maybe give me your semi main event. Maybe give me your off the wall pick for the main event if they do something different than what everyone is expecting. What what would you main event WrestleMania with? Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. Hmm, it's an interesting choice. I'm gonna go somewhat similar and say Oscar versus Emma. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 